0: This is Future Talk. Future Talk.
1: Future Talk. With amy al Saleh and Hany Balkis. Happy Sunday, everyone, and good afternoon. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we give you a quick roundup on everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. It's a beautiful Sunday, and we've got lots of space news to share with with you all, happening right here in the UAE and with NASA.
0: Yes, we're talking about how Venus and an asteroid belt mission is a new and critical phase for the UAE space program, And we're also going to be talking about the NASA spacecraft that goes by the name of Lucy, who is ready for Trojan asteroid missions. Now, Trojan asteroid missions, it sounds like it's going to be (laughs) a one hectic ride
1: yes indeed coming up in the world of apple we've got lots of updates on their latest macbook pros as well as the airport airpods that are expected to be launched on the 18th of october so tomorrow we've got a big launch in store for all of you and we're going to be giving you all the details in just a few moments
0: yes and coming right back down to sharjah we're not done talking about space just yet because we're also talking about a new moon retreat that is right here in sharjah that looks out of this world, literally. We're talking about the Misk Moon Retreat and how it is now welcoming guests.
1: I feel like this is gonna be a spot Hani is gonna love, especially because you're a big fan of the Mleha Desert. Yes. So your next weekend destination, especially with this long weekend coming up, may just be the Misk Moon Retreat. In the world of apps, we're gonna be talking all about WhatsApp because they have finally rolled out their end-to-end encryption chat backups. How is that gonna be coming in handy for us as users? And how can you go ahead and use We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments.
0: And if you thought last week we were done talking about Facebook, well, you're wrong because we're talking about how Facebook is now helping AI take a first-person view of life. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Facebook is trying its best, you know, to do PR damage control after what's been going on the past couple of (laughs) weeks. And we're really excited to see what Facebook does have in store for us. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot in store for you guys. So keep Pulse95 locked because we're going to be right
1: back. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse. Pulse 95. Pulse
0: 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the UAE space program and how just last week we were telling you guys that the UAE does plan on sending something to Venus and exploring Venus and what Venus does have in store for us, but now we're talking about the Venus and Asteroid Belt mission and how it's going to be a new and critical phase for the UAE space program. Now the UAE's ambitious mission to explore the Asteroid Belt and complete a flyby of Venus is a new and critical phase of the National Space Program. Now the project would actually test how well the UAE space team can transfer the knowledge gained from the Mars project to the private sector, and even helping to boost the national economy. So we're looking at how even going to space, exploring Mars, exploring, you know, the asteroid belt of Venus, we're looking at how it's going to boost our economy right here in the UAE.
1: Yes, indeed. Now, what's interesting is as the UAE plans to explore Venus, NASA is actually planning to explore Jupiter. So both countries are actually looking to explore Planets that have not been explored in a very, very long time. Now, we've heard the news about the UAE wanting to explore Venus, but not much details were given at the time. Yet now, we've got a lot more knowledge on what this project will be doing. So, this project is going to be testing how well the UAE space team can transfer the knowledge that they gained from the Hope probe from the Mars project to the private sector, which in turn will help bo- boost the national economy. Just last week, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid, Vice President and Ruler of Dubai, actually announced a 5-year exploration mission to the main asteroid belt, and that asteroid landing is a Venus flyby. So, their target launch date is actually set for the year 2028, But I'm very excited to see how this is going to actually help diversify the economy of the UAE just as much as we've seen every country in the GCC looking to kind of go from the kingdom of oil or countries of oil to different uh, forms of economy.
0: A hundred percent on you now. The new mission will be the most challenging one yet undertaken in the UAE space program And it's going to have a total journey of 3.6 billion kilometers, which is actually seven times the distance the whole probe traveled to reach Mars back in February of this year. Now, the spacecraft, which, by the way, has not been named yet, would fly past seven asteroids and then attempt a landing on the last one. Now, the mission's science objectives will be announced later this year. And when we're talking about how it's going to be boosting the economy, Mm -hmm. well, Imanati companies in the private sector would be given a priority on contracts for mission development. So we're looking at how they will want to boost the economy and they want to outsource or You know, you can say it's outsourcing, but it's insourcing. But not relying on all of the government entities to help in or make contracts as well. But the private sector can now have priority over those contracts.
1: Yes, indeed. Now, when we look at the UAE's Mars mission, they were actually working together with Emirati engineers, three universities in the United States to bring this mission to life. With With the Venus, I keep mixing up, with the Jupiter... It's Venus. It's Venus. NASA's looking to explore Jupiter. With the Venus mission, the UAE is actually teaming up with the Laboratory for Atmospheric and Space Physics at the University of Colorado once again. So now that we've talked about exploring Venus, let's move on to see how NASA's spacecraft that goes by the name Lucy has actually been ready for its Trojan Asteroids mission. It was actually launched, I believe, on Saturday. Mm into outer space and uh, or at least prepared and they're very excited to see what it will be able to discover especially because it's going to be exploring a record-breaking eight asteroids on its mission which actually has never been done before
0: yes i mean we're looking at how lucy's path will actually circle back to earth three times for gravity assets which will then make it the first spacecraft ever Mm -hmm. to return to its vicinity from the outer solar system.
1: Can you imagine how long it's going to be in outer space? 12 years.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're looking at a very, very long, you know, mission. way, mission. Now, mm. by the way, it is named after the characters in Greek mythology, the Dro- the Trojan asteroids will circle the sun in two swarms with one group leading ahead of Jupiter in its path and the other one trailing behind it. So you can say Lucy is kind of an asteroid hunter. Yep. (laughs) It will be looking and if it can get to the one in the front, it will. And if it can get to the one that is tracing them, it will as well. Now, scientists have named the spacecraft after the 3.2 million year old fossilized human ancestor, whose skeletal remains have provided insight into humans evolution. Now, Lucy was actually discovered in 1974 in ethiopia and they hope her namesake will respond in kind by uncovering key secrets of our heavenly origins
1: yes indeed let us know which mission are you most excited for
0: excited for the uae one
1: yes me too exploring venus or exploring jupiter nonetheless both are definitely achieving big strides when it comes to exploring outer space coming up on today's show we still have lots to share with you when it comes to apple's macbook pros and airpods that are expected to be launched very soon you're listening to pulse 95 daily digital news bits and bytes
0: connect our world
1: Man, do I love when Apple splits its launch events and gives us more days to be excited for Mm -hmm. every single year. I mean, back in the day, I feel like I only used to get so excited for the September event because iPhones were launched then. But now, even the days when Apple decides to launch MacBook Pros, I'm like... Very excited.
0: Apple has learned the way of cliffhangers. Yes. <laughs> so they'll give you the event. They'll give you what's, um, you know, what's mostly waited for. And yep. then they'll give you, you, know, the trickles, the sprinkles <laughs> throughout the rest of the year. And ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the Apple event that will be tomorrow and how new MacBook Pros and even AirPods are expected to launch on October the 18th. Now, we do know Apple is expected to unveil its latest Mac Pro models. And AirPods, and by the way, mm-hmm. the event will be streamed online from the Apple Park headquarters in California. So we're looking at how anyone across the world can actually stream the event from, you know, the safety and comfort of their own home. And it's been going on for a while ever since you know technology has been upgraded, where streaming is the new thing. Now we do know Apple last month did announce the iPhone 13 series and the Apple Watch 7, and even iPads but did not disclose which products would be actually, you know, released.
1: Yes indeed, but we are expecting a new 14-inch and a 16-inch MacBook Pro that are going to be coming with a flat edge design that very much resembles the iPad Pro finally, something is different. I mean, the iPhones this year, to me, were not that big of a difference in external design as iPhone 12, but at least their MacBook Pros are going to be looking a little bit different. The new MacBook Pros are also going to be marking the return of the MagSafe connectivity, which is basically a charging feature that will replace the USB connector. Um, If I'm not mistaken, that would basically mean it would magnetically connect.
0: Yes. If you remember your old MacBook Omni, mean, yep. you had the connectivity. And I loved that. <laughs> a lot of people did love it because it was, uh, you know, very sturdy and it was, withstanded a lot of, you know, abuse.
1: It actually broke pretty fast.
0: No, I mean, so I, it depends on the way you used it. But yeah. a lot of people said, you know, the MagSafe charger was more efficient mm. than the one we have now. So a lot of people are excited for the return of the MagSafe connectivity.
1: Isn't it funny how Apple plays with features? It, it's it, like they take away a feature so people can miss it and then they introduce it again and people say oh my god a new feature
0: it could either be a great marketing strategy or it could be that apple just makes mistakes a failure yeah it makes failures and they know that you know their old products kind of were (laughs) more sturdier now we're looking at how the new airpods now actually omnia i was debating to Mm -hmm. get the new airpods Uh, Because I've never tried the AirPods Pro Pro. until about two weeks ago. Okay. And I know there's, you know, the uh, the noise cancellation, there's Mm -hmm. things like that, but I never actually tried it. Yeah. So the other day, my uncle has the AirPods and we were in the mall and we were talking on the phone. And he's like, take the AirPods, talk to whoever we're talking to on the phone. I said, okay. Mm. And obviously, I'm yelling because we're in the mall. It's, it's, he's like, it's noisy. wait. And he, just, he clips the AirPods, and then it goes dead silent. And then I hear only the person's voice.
1: Wow. So complete noise cancellation.
0: Complete noise cancellation. And I even felt, you know, a little bit of my body changing my brain kind of it, it functioned very differently and I was like whoa wow so you know the noise cancellation is is amazing and apparently obviously you do have better battery life and my airpods is getting kind of old right now have mm. been having them since 2018 so Thanks I Michael
1: mike for this yeah
0: so <laughs> I might actually upgrade and you know I actually felt like maybe they weren't as comfortable because mm. you know they have that that rubber Oh, yeah. I didn't like that. It reminds me of this Android one. Mm. But I tried it, and it was okay. It wasn't the best feeling.
1: But it wasn't too annoying. It
0: wasn't annoying.
1: Well, that's definitely going to make a lot of people excited to maybe get the new AirPods and the MacBook Pro. If you want to watch the event, make sure you head to Apple.com. You can go ahead and stream the event over there or even on YouTube. They are available, and they'll be streaming, I think, at about 10 p.m. our time. Also... Big big news actually happening right here in the UAE. The Apple Watch is finally available in stores. So if you've been waiting to pick up one, you should go to your nearest store and you'll find it over there. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse
0: 95. What's worth a click and download, ladies and gentlemen? Once again, we're talking about what's up. The number one app. 99.9% of us use on a daily basis to connect with one another. And the number one thing you want to do when you're talking to people every single day, you're, you know, you might be sending out personal information, not even sensitive financial information just mm. like in general speaking about what you're going through, you know, venting to someone, talking about family matters yep. or personal problems. So you would like your content or your messages To be safe and sound, or as we like to call it in the digital world, encrypted. And WhatsApp is now rolling out an end-to-end encrypted chat backup. Now before, we had an end-to-end encrypted chat regardless, but I'm actually surprised that now they're introducing a backup encrypted chat. I think that should have been a given.
1: Me too. That's exactly what I thought when I read the news. I was like, why is this just being introduced? And why is this news to begin with? So our entire backups were not encrypted back Mm -hmm. in the day? Anyways, we cannot really look too deep into the past with Facebook because if we do, we will only find damage. Now, Facebook has been offering end-to-end encryption for chats in general, like You and I, if we're having a chat on WhatsApp, that's encrypted. Facebook, hopefully, does not have access to the messages we're sending to each other. But with this new change, users will be able to get the same level of encryption to their backups. For those of you who don't know, encryption basically means that your message is written in a secret code. The minute it leaves, let's say, Hany's phone, on its way to my phone, it's written in that secret code, and I'm the only one who'll be able to read it. Now, this feature will be rolling out pretty slowly uh, for people on the latest version of the app, so not everyone is going to be getting it at the same time yet. With WhatsApp, if these backed up chats are going to be stored in the iCloud or the Google Drive, they bo- they possibly uh, could be handed over by Apple or Google to law enforcement if compelled, which is another thing that I actually found pretty disturbing because we loved Apple because... Our information was safe on the device. Even if law enforcement asked for it, they wouldn't get access to it. But now with WhatsApp, they're not going to be following the same strategy.
0: Yes, I mean, it does look like Facebook, because we do know Facebook is the parent company of WhatsApp. They own WhatsApp. So it does look like they're trying to get on the good side of law enforcement and government governments across the world.
1: Especially after all the backlash they've received.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm. and we know with Apple, Apple doesn't really care. Apple is when it does come to privacy security, it doesn't really it stands by a motto. Yeah. Right? And that motto is that your information is safe with us, your content is safe your phones are safe with us. So whoever it is, and even there was a there was a problem in the United States, the Supreme Court ordered uh, you know, a warrant for someone, for Apple to open a phone. They said, no, we can't do that. Yeah. And it goes by our, term, our terms and conditions, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, Apple doesn't do it. And now WhatsApp is trying, or Facebook is trying to get on the good side of government and law enforcement because we are looking at a new lawsuit coming soon for Facebook <laughs> because of that whistleblower. So
1: basically uh, another good feature that WhatsApp is launching is the fact that your cloud backups are now going to have a password or a six, or even four digit encryption key, meaning that no third person can go ahead and access them. Let us know if you are going to be backing up your chats and enjoying that end-to-end encryption pretty soon. But keep Pulse95 locked because we'll be right back. Pulse95 Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95
0: A lot of Sharjah things are happening in Sharjah. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to remind you one more time about the drone competition that Pulse95 Radio is doing. Two
1: weeks are left. Only two weeks.
0: Two weeks are left for you to win a chance at 30,000 dirham in cash. And all you have to do is be able to operate a drone, take aerial shots of Sharjah and post them to your Instagram and mention at Pulse95Radio with the hashtag from Sharjah above.
1: Yes, indeed. This competition has kindly been sponsored by Omnis Influencers. And we cannot wait to get some of you winning some cash prizes up to 30,000 dirhams. We've got four prizes for everyone. 10,000 dirhams for those who get first place and 7,000 dirhams for runner-ups. And all you have to do, get your drone up in the air, shoot beautiful aerial shots of Sharjah, post mm-hmm. it to your Instagram, make sure the video is no longer than 60 seconds, tag us at Pulse95Radio and use the hashtag, hashtag Charja above. We will be going through all of your submissions and we cannot wait to see what creative shots you get with your drone.
0: Yes, but we're not done with Sharjah news just yet because ladies and gentlemen, while all eyes have been on the UAE's successful mission to Mars, there's actually a new out-of-this-world experience being closer to home than you expected. Now, we're talking about the Moon Retreat and how it will soon open in Sharjah, bringing a luxury glamping sight to the Martian-like landscapes of Maliha.
1: This feels like a childhood dream come true. I've always, as a child, wished I could kind of like go to a place that was similar to what it's like on Mars. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen these movies where it's like, it always looks like red sand yes or red dunes and then you've got these little igloo looking domes just little domes that you people go and live in and they're living on in outer space Mm -hmm. on a different Mm -hmm. planet Mm -hmm. and if you ever had that childhood dream right here in Sharjah you'll get to make it come to life because in the first quarter of 2021 a family friendly moon retreat will be home to 10 single bed domes so you and your family can go ahead and head there Might have to take some time off of the world off of social media off of the noise it's absolutely stunning mm-hmm. over there you get there are four family tents two single bed tents and each of these glamping tents are actually um they they provide all the amenities that you may need so let's say you need a kettle you need some uh, i don't know kitchen utensils spoons knives mm-hmm. you name it it's fully prepared so Everything you would need for a comfortable stay is given to you and most of the domes and tents will even feature private pools.
0: Yes, and as soon as nightfall, one of the highlights of the stay at uh, stay at home or stay at moon retreat will be the incredible stargazing opportunities with the lack of light pollution in the region and that way you can see the beautiful and stunning views of the night sky. Because obviously we do know the farther you go away from light or farther you go away from the city, the more the night sky looks better.
1: Let's talk about food.
0: <laughs> yes, because you can actually pre order a barbecue kit to cook up your private grill, then gather around the communal bonfire, barbecue, and reception areas to pass the time with the fellow people. But keep in mind, it is actually an eco minded retreat. So that means it is eco-friendly.
1: Yes indeed. I don't know about you, honey, but my favorite part about living right here in the UAE during the winter is the barbecues. It's just the perfect Mm -hmm. weather to go on barbecue, whether it was in the afternoon or even late at night. Now, for those of you who are wondering, what is the name of this wonderful retreat? As we've mentioned, it's a moon retreat, but it goes by the name Misk uh, Al-Faya Retreat. So, Al-Faya,
0: yes. Al-Faya? Al-Faya? what does that mean? Al-Faya, it's the name of the area. Okay. Al-Faya.
1: Al-Faya Retreat.
0: before Al-Faya was very well known Mm. for sand duning. Ooh. Right, and you know when I've actually I,
1: never gone sand duneing.
0: Well, they closed the area because there there used to be a lot of problems there back mm. uh, then. Yeah. But growing up, from when I was uh, being a teenager, yeah. growing up every Friday, me and my friends would go to El Faya, mm-hmm. and there was a very very big hill they called Tel.
1: Right? Uh, oh, okay. So it's like Tal Yeah. Uh, similar to tell yeah. yeah. And it's like a hill
0: maybe over 300 cars would be there. Wow. And they would all compete who could go up the tell because it was huge. Oh. And I remember, you know, being in the car with my friends, we would yeah. try to go up. Some would fail, some would not. Some yeah. would take, you know, about like 500 meters head start. So to see it become now that moon retreat is mm. amazing. It is beautiful because the area, number one, is beautiful. Yeah. And number two, you are actually out in the desert. Mm-hmm. You have nothing around you there's no supermarkets there's no gas stations there's nothing it's just you and And, uh, the wildlife so i'm really excited to see how alfaya has transformed about three years ago they did close it off for the general public And they did come out with that Moon Retreat.
1: Now, the perfect part about this Moon Retreat is that it's a great destination for those who love to go on walks and love hiking. And they actually have a lot of attractions around the projects uh, or this project that will be connected through walking routes, through different tracks that you can go on using your bikes, let's say, and these Features include 75 luxurious units. So, the UAE's first water park in the East Coast will be accessible through those walking tracks. You're going to be able to see a shopping complex, different restaurants, gyms, spas, marina, residential units. So, there's so much in store for this area, and I cannot wait to see what it's going to have for all of us during this winter. Also, there is going to be a five star hotel in the city of Kalba, who for people who want to actually get to experience more of the surrounding units to this moon retreat you'll be able to do that very easily if you reside in that hotel let us know what are your thoughts about this uh, again it's Misk al-faya mm-hmm. miss al-fire yeah so
0: i mean in the emirati accent yeah. they call it Al fire okay right?
1: so Al yeah retreat okay. yeah i mean it's, it's a
0: moon retreat it's a moon retreat it's a beautiful retreat i'm very excited to see how it's going to be playing off when it does launch, but I will pro- be probably you know going there with a couple of friends just seeing what it's all about. Ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a short break, but when we come back, we got a lot in store for y'all. Pulse 95. Check this
1: out. Check this out. Pulse 95. I don't know if you'd relate to this, honey, but I can't count to you how many times I will put something around the house and go like where did i put that thing it could even be in my hands and i'll be like oh where's my phone hmm. where is my where are my car keys <laughs> one morning on the where's the coffee cup? I,
0: I was late to work okay why why i was looking for my glasses and I kept looking for them, and I was getting really, really annoyed. I was getting
1: grandpa moment.
0: I was getting really annoyed, Onia. And you know, when obviously in the morning you're very rushed, you get up, yeah. jump out of the hot shower, you're a little bit, your your body temperature is up, so yeah. I'm starting to sweat now, and I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting angry. Yeah. So I'm like, it's probably in the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom, and then I'm looking, and you know, yeah. I look in the mirror real quick, and it's on my face. Oh my god. Right? So those, Grandpa are, moment. so those are things, you know, it's probably it's the morning moment. Yep. But yeah, I mean uh, sometimes we misplace things. Just yesterday mm. I put I came into the room, I put my phone and then I couldn't find it.
1: Oh my god. I hate when that happens. Yeah. Because it's like no, you, you talk to people around you like they're supposed to know where your things are, but they just don't. Nowadays, though, Facebook wants you us to talk. You ever get
0: angry at the people around you?
1: 100%. I like, don't even need a reason to be angry. Yeah. I, I you just push it, I me it. to the edge and I'll get Yeah,
0: no, I just start being like, where
1: did it go? Whoa, whoa. I just <gasps> put it there. Where yeah. did it disappear? And
0: then, you know, then you find it. Yeah. And you have to be really quiet.
1: There's that shame. Yeah. That you can't tell shame. anyone
0: just out of the house. And it's like, huh, did you find the thing? Yeah, Yeah, whatever.
1: Let's let's move on. Um, Now, you don't have to get mad at family members or your friends and loved ones. You can actually ask the AI. And Facebook wants you to do exactly that. They are currently working on a project that goes by the name Ego4D Project. I think they named it Ego because... They want to protect our ego from... (laughs) Or they
0: want us to stop having an ego.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um, So this project aims to improve the artificial intelligence understanding of the world. They want to give it a first-person perspective. So it's kind of like talking to yourself, but yourself isn't an AI, if that makes sense. It's complicated, but it makes sense. Your second
0: conscience.
1: Basically, your so, alter ego in a different <laughs> dimension. So how, do
0: you speak... What language do you use in your brain, Omnia? English. Hmm. When do you use Arabic? I use Arabic when I'm angry.
1: Really? Yes. Uh, yeah, I would say the same.
0: Yes. Yeah. I'll, start, I'll, I'll flip to Arabic in my brain. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's funny because... Yeah. it, 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 it And then I'll have Arabic going on in my brain, but English will start speaking, (laughs) right? So it's kind of weird because I wonder sometimes how do, you know... uh, So what
1: language do you speak or think in normally if you weren't angry? I think
0: it's a mix. It's a mixture. It depends on the situation. I think it depends on my emotions more, more of the time because I personally feel the Arabic language is more expressive of emotions. Absolutely. So, you know, if you say, for example, I'm tired, yeah, right? It's different when ta'aban, you know, yeah. Helkan. there's more to it. But yeah, I mean, when you're having artificial intelligence and AI being introduced into your very close personal life to help you and you're having a second conscious now, I think it would be pretty weird, though. You know, speaking, you have the, the, the glasses on or whatever, yep. and you're speaking to it.
1: Basically, Do you speak to
0: yourself, Omnia?
1: Oh, 100 I feel like you wouldn't be normal if you don't talk to yourself. How Not often? Not all the time, but like sometimes. I feel like everyone talks to themselves every now and then.
0: Like in a, in like, in a loud voice?
1: Mm, loud voice depends. I don't if know. If you're
0: taking a shower?
1: No, it would be all in my head.
0: Oh, okay. I'm
1: talking. Nah, you talk I, to yourself
0: in the I, I love talking to myself in the shower.
1: I like talking to myself every now and then, but not every time. It's in a loud voice. Honestly, but most what, of the time it's in my head. What
0: if when you talk to yourself, AI will now pick up on what you're talking about?
1: Oh, that would be Do you amazing. you feel
0: maybe a little bit you know,
1: your privacy is hijacked,
0: is being intruded. Yeah, you know, like because obviously, mm. with AI being implemented, of course, machine learning as well True. will be implemented to understand your behavior. Mm-hmm. So, what if you know, the AI goes, Oh, there goes Hany again complaining <laughs> about the traffic, right?
1: I think if it were AI, I'd be more relieved because I feel like I'm not being judged by a human.
0: Do you feel like Tony Stark? Oh my God. you know, because Tony Stark has the AR AI glasses right yeah. and he would wear them all the time like yeah. jarvis what is the temperature right now oh would, would you think you would be like tony stark
1: i'd love that honestly and i, I would love
0: those glasses. yeah
1: and that's exactly what facebook is trying to do so this ai is not going to be in a you know in the form of a robot it's going to be embedded in wearables in your smartwatch, in your let's say augmented reality glasses so for example if you need help remembering where you put your car keys Instead of talking to yourself, the AI is going to actually respond back and remind you where you placed your car keys. Um, AI that understands the world from this egocentric perspective could potentially help us have personal assistance without necessarily having to hire anyone because our own wearables are picking up on the things that we need. So Ego 4D is actually one of the biggest, most massive ways of kind of incorporating... AI into our day-to-day activities and also helping us interact with the world from a first-person perspective. 13 universities and labs across nine different countries are currently working on this project. And they're actually using data sets, which mm-hmm. is pretty creepy, if I may say so myself. There mm-hmm. are 3,000 hours of daily live activity video spanning hundreds of scenarios. You in, you know, taking care of your household, you outdoors, you in the workplace, you leisure, Le- you're just enjoying your leisure mm-hmm. time. All this data is being fed into the these Being transmitted,
0: you know, Facebook. And we do know Facebook and their privacy policies yeah. and how all of that does go into play. Mm-hmm. But I do believe at one point in time, right, this will become a new norm. Let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215. Do it slot or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. Would you get your eyes on (laughs) a new AR type of or AI type of glasses that is your own personal assistant? But this does conclude Future Talk for today.
1: Yes, indeed. Make sure you tune in to us tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse95.